And this is co-host number two. Hi, everybody. It's Summer Blade. <laughs> Yay! Everybody's on time. Hold on a sec. Well, thought we should start the new year off right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was on the phone. Yeah, come on down. Can you believe it is 2017, and it has been seven years since you first had me on the show as a customizer? I oh my gosh, know. that's crazy. <laughs> I have been customizing for seven or eight years now. Holy goodness. Wow. And look at that. You can use our show as a reference point. <laughs> well, we figured since... This is the first show of the new year. We figured we'd we forego our normal our normal um introductory okay. song and Grand Gala. So we well, all yes. survived the new year. Hmm? Yes. Yes. Oh, it was a hard one towards the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the bad. It wasn't. It was. It, we we had our we had our good times. We had our bad times. Yeah, twenty sixteen was a bad year. We lost a lot of people. Some famous, some not so famous, some close to us. Some semi-famous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tammy Grimes passed away this year, and she's never listed, like, in the, oh, my God, you know, a celebrity died. Do you know how sad that makes me? Well, that is unfortunate. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, not only was she Molly Grew in The Last Unicorn, she was also Katarina in My Little Pony. I mean, where would we have been without her during our childhood? Well, I am very sure that probably at the fair they will probably give her at this year's fair if they have one. I don't even know if they've even started planning it. They probably have. Yeah, they probably have, but there might not be any information out yet. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm sure with big stuff like the fair or the big conventions, they start planning the next one as soon as the previous one is over. But they probably won't release any information until they get like guest lists and solid commitments from different people or. You know, at least the location. Yeah, yeah, but let's see. Here's also the other thing. Um, Summer Hayes, the one who's been hosting it for the last several years, she moved down to Florida. Oh, oh so they so might it'll need be somebody else to do the hosting then. So we don't. Or it could just be hosted on the East Coast. Maybe. Possibility too. I mean, 
hey, who doesn't want to be in Florida? Exactly. I, mean, I don't want to be in I don't want to be in Florida. There's too much sun there. But I'm guessing most people don't feel the same way about sunshine that I do. True. Evil orange True. ball in the sky that causes me to freckle and turn colors. I don't freckle. I just burn. Me I too. burn and then freckle, I, and then freckle and I, then burn. I burn and then I tan. Yeah, it's, just rub it in, why don't you? <laughs> hey, I still I, I I burn first. But yeah, but you still can afterwards. That's my point. Like. You, you, you know that internet meme where, like, there's the three girls on the beach and, like, one of them is really white and one of her friends is like, no, no, it's fine. I'm sure no one will notice. And the other friend is like, the beacons have been lit. Condor Cold Parade. <laughs> I am that pale person on the beach. <laughs> oh, dear. I have to use a different mineral veil in the summer. Because if I don't, if I use the luminescent mineral veil during the summer, people make sparkly vampire jokes at my expense. <laughs> so you become Collins. <laughs> oh, no. People have to wear sunglasses when they look at me because in order to avoid being burned or getting any more freckles, I wear SPF 100 plus broad spectrum. And so I am the same shade of prison pallor, like come summer or winter. And in bright sunlight, that makes me reflect. Oh, you're a crystal body. There you go. There you go. You, I'm like you, a Pokemon you, not... using mirror coat in bright sunlight. <laughs> no, no, Flower Blade had it right. You're a, you're a crystal pony. You you belong in the crystal empire. I do. <laughs> I'm a sparkle pony, dang it. <laughs> a white sparkle pony. Like and... If you haven't bought yours yet, order now. Yes, they they are still available from Clipper. And please remember, all the proceeds are going back into the fund to go ahead and fund the next pony project, which is a boy pony. Oh, boy. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, yes. There's not enough, there's not <laughs> enough stallions in my herd. You know, I mean... Don't don't get me wrong, the Goblin King does his best to keep the ladies happy. And you know, but but Daddy Sweet Celebration is happily married with two kids. And uh, you know, Tex mostly just hangs out with bubbles because he feels a little insecure around the Goblin King. As many people would, I'm sure. Oh yes. Right now, he, right now he's chilling with uh, with Bubbles, Sand Digger, and Posey. Ah. He's he's a, he has a preference for yellow ponies. I I, I think he's a little narcissistic, actually. 
the book with being a yellow maybe. pony himself. Uh, he maybe. likes ponies that remind him of himself. Um, Let's <laughs> see. All my all my boys are they're the, you know they're all married. I've got the married the married ones. And then I've got the ones that are single. But of course, all of the American boy ponies, they're all jealous. You know what I've been thinking about trying to save up for? Hmm. Which is probably silly because I still need to finish my tattoo. But I was kind of thinking about saving up and seeing if if uh, uh, Lightning Mana would make me a uh, a Professor Snape pony. I think she'd really do him justice. Oh, I realize I do have one more boy pony, technically, but he's a slave to Queen Moondancer, so he doesn't really count as, uh, as as being a male stallion for the herd. He's more of a gilding, really. Uh, it's uh, uh-huh. it's it's Pluto from Black Butler. Ah, nice. Pluto the Pluto the Demon Hound. Well. See all 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 of my American boy ponies. Um, they're currently a little upset. And why is that? Because as, as we know, I I, I per- was able to purchase a couple of uh, the European boys, and you know, um, all the girls want them. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Oh, and I should mention I need to keep text on a different shelf than the unicorns because among my unicorns I have a Nirvana buttons. And Ooh. she's like a yellow pony with like rainbow hair in, in her Nirvana form. I think she's in Argentina buttons. Um and uh yeah, he thinks she's very exotic, so I really have to keep those two separated or Things would just, you know, get out of control. Well, but of course, I mean, she's a yellow unicorn with rainbow hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, she's also on a separate shelf from uh, the Goblin King too. I mean, you really got to keep an eye on him. He gets around. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, come on, he always did. Now, mind you, the bride is his favorite, but he also has designs on me. <laughs> well, and um, I think he may have already had some relations with Lockett, but I'm not sure. She's got that look in her eye, though. Oh my! Oh dear! The many scandals in Ponyland. <laughs> well, you know, I have different stories for my ponies now than when I was little. <laughs> I mean, things happen before. Um, oh, yes, they do. Yep, right now, stocking, baby stockings and Ember's Dream are babysitting, baby tappy, newborn tappy. 
I've got some G3 ponies that are desperately trying to blend in with the G1 ponies. We all see you there. Not fooling anyone. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, Super uh, Power Pony Fluttershy is uh, hanging out with the collector's pose ponies. Um, but she's kind of eyeing the Cabbage Patch ponies, so who knows? Maybe she'll move later. <laughs> And don't ask me what Pikachu and Pac-Man are doing. That's a whole other question altogether. Oh, and Heartthrob is apparently in love with Lily Lightly. But I know what she knows right now. I think they're a beautiful couple. Both a oh. nice shade of pink. Well, I guess really yes, lately it's kind of purpley. Yeah. So, did anybody watch um, the um, the My Little Pony countdown this weekend? No, I did not get a chance to see that. You know, I was highly disappointed. Yeah. Okay, because I figured they would do, you know, an introduction when the countdown started and then would do, like, this big hurrah once the countdown ended. Wait, what are we talking about? Sorry, Melody was talking um, about. I'm, I'm, for New Year's um, with My Little Pony. On Saturday, uh, Discovery Family did an all-day marathon of um, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic and the Equestria Girls movies, which they did more Equestria Girls movies than the actual show. They only showed about 10 episodes. And then the rest of the day was just the movies being replayed over and over again. And I wonder if Hasbro's moving in a different direction. And I had taped uh, the very first episode that was going to be in the morning for when 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 the countdown started, because right. I figured they were they were going to do a big hoopla. All they did was put up a counter. After the episode started, of with Pinkie Pie and a countdown to when it would be the 2017 in New York, and I fear, okay, then in that case, what they're probably going to do is once you know the countdown is in the last phases. That's when they're going to big do the big hoopla because, of course, it's Pinkie Pie. Right. She's going to want to throw a giant party and bounce all over She's the got place. Got party cannon. Yeah, generally. The, on- the only thing they did was they took the counter off 
And once it hit midnight in New York, they put up a logo of Pinkie Pie with their party cannon shooting off the words, Happy twenty seven happy twenty seven happy new year twenty seventeen. Oh, that's kind of underwhelming. I mean they could have done like so much with it. They could have like had like all day they could have had like Pinkie Pie popping up going, Oh my god, it's only like five more hours until twenty seventeen or something like that. Well, so what what we did for New Year's is we went to Zoo Lights and then we went to a friend's house and we played um, The Trail of the House on Haunted Hill, the expansion pack. And we played Mad Libs and a game called Midnight Madness. And then the last three minutes before midnight, our time, we got on Netflix and did King Julian from Madagascar. It was a three-minute thing, and and Fred timed it just perfectly. So when they did the countdown and it turned to midnight, like it was exact. I like, I was I was really proud of him. And so we watched that, and then after the midnight came, we watched one more. We did the the Fuller House New Year's thing. Yeah, but, my um, uncle. Um, this year, my uncle actually stayed up for, actually he went and took a nap because he had to get up early on Saturday to go to work. But he was actually up with us at midnight and I had bought a bottle of um, Moscato champagne. Um, so we topped it. Should I do the buckets too? Maybe we can fit most of the things in very stackable containers so that they take up less space. We um I bought a bottle of um pink Moscato champagne. So mom had a little bit of champagne, my uncle had a little bit of champagne. I poured my glass my glass of champagne. I went to go put the cork back in. I didn't know that you could not put a cork back into a bottle of champagne. Yeah, once you pop it, it's open. Or you have to get like yeah, a bottle stop or something. I did not know you that. Can so buy I... special, you can buy special corks or, 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 or stoppers to put in open bottles of champagne. But, yeah, you can't really get the. Well, I didn't know that, and I didn't have any corks, so... Um, yeah, I basically I killed a bottle of champagne. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Well, I wasn't going to let it go to waste. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's just sacrilegious right there. If you say so. Well, it's it's a lot of money, too, so... Exactly. It was $7. <laughs> I could have bought two uh, ponies uh, for I that. Should po- I should point out could- that one of my coffees will sometimes be that much. But, sure, okay, $7 is a lot of money. Yeah, I could have bought two ponies, 
three I could have bought either two ponies or three blind bags, you know. Really? How much are blind bags going for these days? Uh, two fifty a piece. Jeez, they've skyrocketed in price. So what did you do for New Year's, Summer Blade? Uh, well, New Year's Eve, I was at work, and um, I had to make 50 pounds of black-eyed peas for us to um, give away New Year's Day to all the guests in the restaurant. And then I came home, and we watched a movie called The Kingsman, and then we sat around and ate and snack trays. And at midnight, we turned off the movie. You're and going to off the thing. And little, each had a little time. You'll have fun. Daddy will buy you a pony. Okay, Nishi. I have three toddlers. You have three? A four-legged one, a two-legged one, and a giant two-legged one. Well, the giant two-legged one is trying to get shoes on the three-year-old. And... She is fighting him on this. They're going to go to the store to okay. give me some time to talk uninterrupted. And then the four-legged, the four-legged one is trying to attack the three-year-old. So, uh, so, but as you were saying, uh, Summer Blade. No, um, basically, after I got home, we just sat around and ate chocolate and snack trays and watched a movie and uh, then it was like five minutes to midnight and then we turned on the New York thing and watched the ball drop and each had a little tiny glass of wine. They didn't have any wine. They got crackers though. No, no. salty wine. You're moving drunk. I don't want to make you scared. Oh. Yes, girl. I got growled at some point. Yeah, it was pretty low-key. Uh, like I said, I was in the 50 pounds of black-eyed peas I had to boil the night before at work. And then the next morning, nobody wanted to eat them. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, that sucks. Uh, no. Oh, and ever since uh, midnight on New Year's Eve, one of our neighbors has decided that they're really excited about 2017. So they've been lighting off mortars periodically. Oh, my. 
you know, thankfully we didn't have any no, fireworks around here. You know, it was it was funny. We actually had fireworks going off around here at nine thirty. Okay. I was trying to figure out what what country's New Year's they were what they were celebrating. Hmm. Who had New Year's at nine thirty? Uh, Jamaica, I think. I think Caribbean islands. Guam. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I forget where some of the islands are. It's been a while since I've taken U.S. geography. Or they could have just been celebrating uh, the with fireworks. <laughs> this is true. I mean, we... Oh, um, I, I actually get my, my, my textbook. I, had, um, I just realized, like, I have to get my textbook this textbooks this week to have them covered by financial aid. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I had a girlfriend who we she had a birthday party and they had um one of those kit boxes that you just lit the fuse and it set off fireworks. Mm-hmm. And it was in, it was nowhere near Fourth of July, so they took it out and they put it like basically at the end of the alley. Uh huh. So her husband and one of one of his friends lit the thing up and ran back to the house. Never the fireworks. The, the 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 fireworks went off. The next thing you knew, the next thing we saw was a cop sitting like across the street from the from the townhouse. <laughs> and yeah, everybody accidentally blowing anything up. Oh, and everybody was in the house like freaking out because they were thinking, oh, my God, we're going to get caught. We're going to get caught. And it's like, dude, get out of the window. Hello, if you do not want to be the ones saying, hi, we set off the fireworks, get the hell out the window. Sorry, mind the language. Get the heck out of the window. And I said, don't worry, in about 15 minutes he'll be leaving. And... Fifteen minutes later, he left, and they were all staring at me, kind of like, "How did you know that?" <laughs> and I looked at—I I was looking at all of them. And I said, "I've dated a my mother's dated a cop, and I've dated a cop. <laughs> it's shift change." <laughs> Because they were just so shocked that, like, when I said in 15 minutes he'll be gone, he was gone in 15 minutes. Well, yeah, that and he probably realized after the fireworks went off that 
you know, it was nothing dangerous, so he didn't have to correct. Well, he 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 figured nobody came out for the box, which would have mm-hmm. been you know the big thing of that. Yep, you're the ones who are, who set them off because they're illegal in the state of Illinois. Ah, the kind they that that they had they were illegal. So, but like. Because they were going to go out and grab the thing, and it was like, no, wait, 16, 16 minutes. And I said, once 15 minutes went past, I told him, okay, one more minute. Okay, now go get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and everybody was sitting there thinking another cop car was going to pull up. And I said, they're not going to pull back up because, you know, it's shift change right now, and it's going to take an hour before the next shift actually gets out onto the road. It takes so, yeah, I became, <laughs> yeah, and it's like they 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 were like all fascinated. They were like, "How do you know this?" And it's like, my mother's dated a cop. I've dated a cop. And they're like, "Okay, so what are the times for shift changes?" Like, well, I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's privileged information. <laughs> oh, so did I tell you guys I got straight A's in co- in my my first term of college? Awesome! You did. You did last week. I did. Oh yeah, I think you yep. did. I can't remember if I. Oh, I did check up just before Christmas. Yeah, you did. We said that we we said that was a great Christmas present. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, don't put oh, I can't remember anything anymore. <laughs> so, does anybody have any um, pony news for the uh, for the new year? I don't think so. I only did one custom pony. And one pony drawing in 2016. It's been my lowest production year ever. I haven't started on anything yet. Well, I have pony news for. I have pony news for 20. The 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 very first pony news for 20. 2017. Ooh, okay. And it's only two packages. Oh, only two. Only two. <laughs> I figured I'd be generous. <laughs> so let's see. So let us open the very first package, the pony package for the new year. So this is the momentification. And it's a very big stuffed em- it's a very big stuffed envelope. Ooh. And I promise because I actually have basically the next week off 
because I took uh, the week off from my full time job. Mm-hmm. That by the end by the end of the week, all the blind bag ponies of the week will be updated. Okay. Ooh. And speaking of blind bag ponies, did you get a whole bunch more? I got a whole bunch more, and they're actually a couple of different sets. I've got. Hold on, I've got to kind of separate them out a little bit because they're a couple of different sets. So I want to make sure of what I have here because it was a mixed lot. Boy, this was not very much of a mixed lot. Is it all, well, majority of it all from the same set then? Uh, yeah. The MLP merch. So I got three from one set and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen of the other one. Oh, yeah, that's not very mixed at all. So I've got thirteen. From the... Wave 15, which was actually this year from 2016. And I got three from Wave 14, which was uh, from 2015. Hmm. Well, at least they're relatively recent ones. Yeah. Hey, maybe I'll actually finally complete one entire set. Yeah, the only complete that I have is wave one, and I'm still looking at it. You're around here someplace. And here's the other one. And open up this one. Do 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 almost open. We're getting there. And since I've had nobody come upstairs and knock on my door, evidently I am talking low enough. And I also have more blind bags, but these are cute, the Cutie Mark Magic ones. Nice. So I have six Cutie Mark Magics. 
and we, we let's cross our fingers that they're all different. All six piggy pie. <laughs> so those are the that is the first pony mail of 2017. Do we want to open the blind bag pony? The first yeah. one for 2017. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Now, remember, this is a pony we picked out actually a couple weeks ago before we left for my uncle's house. So let me go get the little baggie. And this one is actually from 2016. So it is it, 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 such a coincidence, huh? Uh-huh. That we are we are start we we are starting the year off with a pony from the previous year. And hopefully this one's a new one. Oh, now I know yeah. I don't have this one. Which one is it? It's Breezy Flora. Oh, cool, Breezy. Breezy Flora. That's oh. her name. And she is gorgeous. She's white with yellow hair. And I mean white, white. And she has a little tree that looks like it's blowing in the wind. And she, of course, is a... She looks like a deep green breezy. Yeah. Except with wings. So she she is ultra cute. And she loves windy days. And I know I don't have her. Awesome. So, oh, and I also want to mention: Do you guys use Firefox? Not normally, unless I'm doing stuff for school. Oh. Use Firefox. Well, if you use, if you are a Firefox user, I highly suggest creating a Firefox account because wow. I actually. I actually um, have a new laptop, and this one is more for um, playing with because it's Windows 10, and I can't use it for work. So it's going to be more of the, I'll bring it to my uncle's house and use it to play like Facebook games because I can actually get it to work the Facebook games. Versus my my other one, but anyway, I was so worried about having to transfer everything, and Mom's laptop actually went out, and she was telling me, you know, print off all my um, passwords. And it's like I was looking, and it says create, you know, a Facebook account and you can tra- you can 
basically sync all of your information between devices. So I tried it out with hers, and it transferred everything. It transferred all of her favorites. It transferred all of her uh, passwords. My only bad thing is I have um, my desktop and my laptop both have different um, they both have different um, bookmarks right so open Yep, this one was formerly known as Breezy. Yeah, because I actually remember that pony, that blind bag from when I did one of the last custom swaps that I did um, was a uh, blind bag swap. And one of the blind bags my partner picked out was Breezy. Or floral, floral Breezy or... Well, she was called Breezy when she first came out. And I did okay. a G4 brushable of her. Okay, since it's a new year and all, should we do something a little extra special tonight? Sure. Should we pull another blind bag? Yeah. Hold on from the big uh, group you got today. And this one, I'm actually going to look at them. I'm going to pick one. Because I want to pick one from 2016. Again, another one from 2016. And they kind of hope that maybe I'll get Trixie. Oh, Trixie. So here we go. I've got the I got the bag in my hand. So cross your fingers that I got Trixie Luna Moon. So in celebration of t- tonight being a new year. We're going to have two blind bags for tonight. Oh. The best way to celebrate is more Tony. Did you get Trixie? I got Trixie. I got Trixie. Oh, congratulations. Awesome. Sweet. I got the one I wanted. Yay. Finally, I open up bag and I get I get a pony I want. <laughs> <laughs> now, which version of Trixie is this? This is you said the 2016 one, right? Yes. 
Is that the one in the rarity pose or the twilight pose? Uh, let me let me pull. She is in the rarity pose. Oh, okay. So hooray! What? I'm here. I got tri- I got Trixie. I know the one. The one I just said I wanted. Hooray! Is awesome. Finally, the pony gods have smiled upon me. Well, I suppose that is a good omen for the new year. Yes. I, I, I guess two, it's two. It's tricky, so it's hard to say. But uh, it is the is one true, you wanted. But you know what? Two ponies that I did not have in the same day. So I say this is going to be a good batch, and I just might get get the rest of 2016s out of this batch. Whoa, that'd be awesome. So let me tuck all these back into the bag here, or back into the envelope. And I'll have to take those their pictures tomorrow. And yeah, and I, and I say I actually have the next few days off from work because I made the promise that I would work while I was at my uncle's house so they were when I asked for basically a whole week off after New Year's my supervisors were like yeah sure go for it I literally work only one day this week, and it's going to be Friday. Uh, well, this has been my first day off since Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, and by the way, yeah, I showed Pony Puppy to my uncle. Yeah. He knew exactly what it was supposed to be. Oh, good. As I was making it, I'm like, I don't know if this really looks like a dog. And I showed it to my boyfriend. I was like, does this look like a dog? He said, yes, it looks like a dog. Stop worrying over it. And you actually got a little bit lucky because when he wagged his tail... Sometimes it was completely straight, but most often his tail curled up onto his back. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to see if I could get a good picture of him off your Facebook page without you knowing. <laughs> you must have caught him with a with a with a of a straight tail wag. Well, like a, a lot of the pictures, it was hard to see his. It was hard to see his tail, and I was just like, "I'll, I'll just." It, it, he's a Jack Russell, right? I'll just like make a straight his tail. <laughs> but yeah, I showed it to him, and I said, "Do you know who this is?" And he goes, "Yeah, that's Sam." 
Okay, well, if he was recognizable to your family, then I did a good job. Yes, you did. He's he's beautiful. And even my uncle said, you can put him right next to next to the urn at home. And I said, that's exactly where he's going to go. Aw. So he already has a place of honor waiting for him when, when he gets home. Cool. And by the way, I finally played the My Little Pony app. Yeah, and? Are, are we ready for the product review? Sure. Yeah. It Basically, each party seems to be the same thing each time. Ah. So it's like you're repeating the same thing each and every time because I did um because I had um I brought Pinkie Pie with and I brought Fluttershy with because I figured I'd do Rainbow Dashes Hardy. Mhm. So um, I scanned them in and I tried scanning in um, Nurse Redheart. But I couldn't get it to scan because she's still in the box. So I figured it out. If the front of the box is flat, you can scan it, mint in box. Mm-hmm. But if it's one of those ones that has that little curl at the bottom, there's no way you're going to be able to scan it. Hmm. Mint in box. But um, what happens is you scan the pony and if you if you scan like let's say you only scan one pony as a guest what happens is the game automatically picks two other ponies to be in the party. So when I did um, Fluttersh, when I did um, not Fluttershy, when I did um, the party for uh, Rainbow Dash, mm-hmm. no, no, for Applejack. It gave me Princess Twilight Sparkle as the for as the for, as the third guest. So you just get randomly generated guests then? Well, they're not ran- They're not random. There's um. There's a select number of them. Uh huh. But what kind of stinks is none of them are the boy ponies. None of them are the boy ponies. It's all the main six or like well-known background characters or something like that? Um, A little bit. You have uh, the Lady Gaga one, the Lady Gaga version. Yeah. 
you have her in there. You have Trixie. You have Starlight Glimmer. Uh, you have all the princesses. And the cutest one of all, you have Flurry Heart is one of them. As a party guest? She can be a random party guest. And Nurse Redheart. Nurse Redheart seems kind of cute. I I don't know if I'd want Flurry Heart as a party guest, given what happened with the Crystal Empire and how she kind of broke the heart. I know. Uh-huh. I could just... But I would love to hear her voice because uh, what it is is the parties have three things. Um, first, you do your guest registry, and then you do um, like a picnic where you have to feed everybody and give everybody drinks. And I did, um, I played one of the ones that was already in the invite, and I created my own party with Fluttershy. And that's when I got uh, Lady Ga- the Lady Gaga pony. Mm-hmm. And I got Rarity as one of the other ponies, and I forgot who the, who the, who the third pony was that they picked because no, I put in Pinkie Pie. And as much as as, as Rarity ate, I'm I'm amazed she is not a piggy pony in the game. She probably has a high metabolism and I mean, have you seen her run around while she's trying to make you know, fill all those dress orders? This is true. Because basically, yeah, but um, during the food portion, you have them asking, you know, I'd like more to drink, you know, I'd like more to eat, you know, and you have to feed them all and give them, make sure their drinks are full. Oh, speaking of food. But then you have Spike who's being a little bit annoying mm-hmm. because he wants to play the party games. And it well, seems like the party games are you either for for Apple Jack it was you had to collect apples. For Fluttershy, you needed to feed the animals. You needed to feed her animals. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got two more um, party invites. So I'm going to, they're like ones in, and they actually have them dated. So one of them is in two days, and that's from Rarity in Manhattan. And Twilight Sparkle, Princess Twilight Sparkle, is having a party in four days. So I'm going to try that one and see maybe if 
that one's games are a little bit different. I have to tell you, as an introvert, this game seems very stressful. Yeah. Well, you have to run around and tend to everybody, and then... I don't even like doing that in real life. Why would I want to do that in a game? I know. It is a little bit annoying, because especially with with Rarity, because she constantly wants her plate filled up. But then you have um, random gifts that you, you click on. And it's really funny because Pinkie Pie got a rubber band. A rubber band or a rubber band? A rubber band. As in a rubber band. As in a rubber band. A piece of elastic that fused the whole thing together or a rubber band as in a band made of the first, little people that are rubber. The first one. Okay. <laughs> and she she was all excited about it. She said, Oh my god, this is this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> and it's That's like really serious. seriously what what Pinkie Pie would do with a rubber band. It's scary to think of what Pinkie Pie would do with a rubber band. And again, it's scary to think of what Pinkie Pie would do with any random object if left unsupervised. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially now that she can make things blow up. <laughs> well, but that's not all the Pinkie Pies. That's just Pinkie Pie and Equestria Girls. Yes, but we never know what's going to happen. I'm, I mean... They might... They may they might mimic the powers in the next season. Well, you never know, I suppose. Tony Pinkie Pie already has the ability to break the fourth wall. She has all the same powers as Deadpool, so yeah, <laughs> basically. No, you're not getting any more French fries. <laughs> No, Pony Bird wants more French fries. And... No, you're not getting any. We were just discussing how they're both getting a little on the chubby side. <laughs> you are not getting any more French fries, sir. Stop squawking at me. You'll go to bed. I'm serious. That's better. Sorry about that. No worries. <laughs> but, yeah. So, finally I was able to play the game, and it, it's it's basically the same thing for each and every, um, every party. So it's probably one of those things that, like, might be fun if you really, really want to play with, like, a certain pony. Yeah. But there's re- sounds like there's really not too much to it.
that's basically about it. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's a cute game, but it's it's it gets really old really quick because I played two parties and I was done. Yeah. Well, most I'm finding most of the uh, games that are just kind of have a quick tie-in with toys or, you know, the stuff that they just churn out real quick. I think most developers call it like shovelware or something. They usually don't have too much to them. Well, and you have to remember that even despite the growing population, any My Little Pony game is going to be assumed to be a girl game. And girl games usually get less effort put into them. They're usually just repetitive mini games with the assumption that girls don't really play games anyway. So, which is wrong, but that's still the continuing assumption in the video game industry. Yes. Oh, and speaking of girls playing video games, did you guys see my picture on Facebook that I posted this morning or earlier today? Let me go check out. Let me go check too. Um, And cute cuddling. Yes. My boyfriend was taking pictures of my pony collection to show to a friend of ours who lives in another state. And he got a shot of me in one of the pictures. And I was in the middle of playing one of my video games and was not paying attention to him. Oh, dear. And I had my focus gamer face on. <laughs> and I've not seen myself make that face until that photo. <laughs> Hello, meow. Oh, my God, that is too cute. I look angry. I didn't know I was angry when I was focused. <laughs> you know what? How can you? And how can you look angry? Go for it. I have bitch face when I'm gaming, too. I have bitch face when I'm focused on something, too. And, I mean, how can you look angry when you're sitting basically next to a purple bride pony? Or which pony is that supposed to be? Which pony is that picture of? Oh, the painting on the wall? That is... um, that's G3 Tinker Tinker 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. I actually found that painting in a Goodwill. I have no idea Seriously? It. Yes. It was in that frame for like eight bucks. I have no idea who, who did this painting, but it's one of my favorite pieces of pony artwork. Wow. Okay, let's see. You have some impressive ball shelves. And Thank I really you. like the shelf you have for the uh, the blind bags. It's really hard to find a good shelf for blind bags. Those are golf ball display, display shelves. <laughs> Those are what? They're display shelves that are originally made for golf balls. And I turned oh. them upside down to the little divots are above the ponies, so that way there's a flat surface for them to sit on. Oh, sweet. Then my area have such a thing. 
Okay, somebody did post up a post about um uh the about the fair. But it's more of a question of where it's going to be at. Because it's not an official one from uh summer summer haze. So give me a couple of guys talks amongst yourselves for a couple of minutes and let me look through this and let me see if there's anything in here. I think I might actually post up some of the other pictures that he took of my collection. Uh, Because somebody in one of the um, Facebook communities had put up a picture of their growing collection and the caption was, not enough shelves. (laughs) I'm just running out of wall space. Okay. Keep going because I'm still looking for... um... Okay. A post from Summer Hayes because these are all uh, suggestions as to where it should be at. But we all know that um, Summer Hayes is, of course, the coordinator, and they tend to keep it close to where they're living because of transporting everything. Well, I don't know if this is possible, but wouldn't it be cool if they did it in Disney World one year? Since she's in Florida uh, they, now? Did. they did. They did it in Orlando a few years ago. Oh. Let me see if they have anything up about Hascon yet. Mm, so, nope, I mean, nope, it is possible that they could come back to Chicago again. be nice for me because it would be easier for me to get to. Yeah. That's a bit of a trek from Florida. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm still on the no travel list. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully you'll be getting off that soon. I I hate to say it, but I don't see it ever happening. Because, oh, really? Um, in a few, actually, next Monday will be three years since the surgery. And... One, two, three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. And actually in one, two, three, in four weeks it'll be three years since what the um the person who was my physical therapist did 
caused mm-hmm. the injury to, to happen, and um, that nerve still goes crazy. Ooh. Okay, hold on. Let me check Facebook. My little... Let me check their uh, Facebook page. Hmm. No pony bird. No more french fries. And you're not getting out. Okay. New one has gone. Oh, um, I did a little research yeah, on styling size ponies that we were looking at a few weeks ago. The special ones. Okay. I guess, should I take that information for when we start talking about them? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> I don't see. Okay. I I I I have to share this. Go ahead. Hopefully, hopefully this is shareable. Um and I'm gonna actually share it on the my little pony talk page. Someone posted up, how many of you could use this as a home layout, okay? And it has a small bathroom, a small kitchen, a small bedroom, and the rest of the space is my little pony collection. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how it's supposed to go, right? Tony, take over most of the house. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, there's nothing even on their Facebook page as to anything. So, hopefully, oh, I mean, because normally they they have this Pretty much um, set up, and they've at least announced where they're um, going to be doing it at by now. So hmm. this is actually quite odd that they don't have it. Oh my god! What? I just I just saw the pic the the picture of the painting party where everybody else's pictures are more painted in are like painted in, and all I have is the sky done. <laughs> 
Well, you got there a little late. So, but some um, some highlights from twenty twenty sixteen for for My Little Pony Talk, hmm. which the biggest one was the fact that we actually were a presence at the fair and we were actually able to raise almost enough money to where if I get strapped for cash, I actually have a backup fund to go ahead and dip into to keep the show going for almost an entire year. That's awesome. I mean, luckily, I haven't had to dip into it. Um, anybody who is listening and did purchase something from us, um, that money is actually in my savings account, and I actually have in Microsoft Money a little account that says My Little Pony Talk Funds. So I know exactly how much of the money that is in my savings account is for My Little Pony Talk. Cool. So that was uh, one one highlight. Um, Another highlight, actually, for me personally, was actually getting to actually meet one of the people who actually worked for Hasbro back in the 80s. I friended her actually on Facebook, and I'm trying to get up the nerve to talk to her to see if maybe we can have her as a guest on the show. That would be so cool. In 2017? And that, of course, of course, is uh, Ruth Bush. Because oh, she, I remember she a lot of the artwork, right? Um, she actually designed um, the one of the play sets that was never released, and that was for the Flutter Ponies. Oh, yeah, the Flutter Hideaway. Yeah. And I remember when I was sitting there and Clipper was actually talking with her, and I was just kind of just sitting there just listening to the story she had about working for Hasbro and all the different projects she worked on. I just haven't gotten up the nerve to, you know, ask her. <laughs> Oh, that would be so cool to be able to pick her brain about stuff. Oh, you have to ask her. We have to get to talk to this person. Well, hopefully I'll get the nerve up to actually ask her and see if she'd be willing to go ahead and do it. 
because we do have to remember, you know, they did have to sign, like, you know, privacy clauses when they worked for Hasbro. Oh, right, right. So that one would have to be one interview that we would really have to really, you know, make sure that guidelines are set up so that we don't ask a question that is kind of like on the ain't can't can't ask that list. Oh yeah. Can't reveal any classified information. Like but where she can you did see all release prototypes? Actually <laughs> they have a vault at Hasbro. Mm. A vault, huh? There, there is an actual vault at Hasbro that has all the unreleased prototypes. Mm. Rhode Island's not that far from Maryland. I mean, what collector would not want, like, at least five minutes just to stand in that room? They would, of course, then have to pat me down and make sure I don't have anything in my pocket. (laughs) I think they have to do No, I don't have anything. What are you talking about? (laughs) I can make it. I think they'd have some pretty serious rules about that. No bags, no cameras. <laughs> because um, her and Clipper were the ones that were doing most of the talking, and I popped in a question here and there. And actually, Clipper had asked her, you know, would is there any particular thing that you would love to have been able to have taken out of the vault? And she actually did say there was actually one prototype I worked on that I really wish they would have let me have. Ooh. And um, then the fact that um, while at the fair, the fact that My Little Pony Talk, you know, was so recognizable. I mean, that, that, that one was one of the best things. Yeah, because it's so easy when you're part of a huge fan community to kind of fall by the wayside and to still be relevant after how long has this show been going on? Uh, Seven years and eight months soon. Actually, next Sunday will be seven, seven years and eight months. Wow. So that was one of the um, 
the great and the greater things that that has happened with my little pony talk. Another thing was the creation of the blind bag pony of the week. Yeah, that's where we did start that. And then I finished a book series. And how many more have you started? Um, actually, you know what? I finished two book series and one book that was actually I finished. No, I finished more than one series. I finished three series and one standalone book. Because remember I told you about that one book called The Siren? Yeah. That had such a sad and happy ending. Like it was really sad what happened, but... Yeah, because um, I don't know if you guys remember, I told you it's basically about... Um, a girl who was a siren who fell in love with a human boy. Oh, yeah, I think he told told us about that book. Well, what had happened was he kissed her, Mm -hmm. and it was her very first kiss ever. And she Uh said the word, and she said the word, wow, Mm-hmm. Which, of course, instantaneously, you know, try and go into the ocean. Oh, because they can't speak. Yeah, they can't speak because their voices are deadly. And right. she got the ocean to let him go. But. What had happened because he heard her speak and lived, him not hearing her voice had become a poison. Huh. So the ocean had actually had to release her despite the fact that in her eyes, the sirens are her daughter's. And mm-hmm. she was her she was her favorite daughter, and even she was dying, which is not supposed to happen. Uh-huh. So she did the most motherly thing she could do. She released her from her sentence and sent her back. To the to the man she to the man she loved, mm-hmm. but she couldn't remember who he was because once your sentence was up, what was supposed to happen is you're supposed to lose your memory. So her sister Sirens had wrote on her arms, on one arm it said, "You are Caitlin," mm-hmm. and on the other arm they wrote. He is Aiken. Oh, so that like she would at least remember her name and his name. Yeah, because what they did was they just took her 
to his house and kind of like just dumped her there because she had spent like one day with him him and his family. Mhm. So they took her in and she basically got to live happily ever after. That's kind of nice. It was a, it was it was a nice ending. It was an unexpected ending too. But I have to say, I have to finish reading Fifty Shades of Grey and read Fifty Shades Darker before the movie comes out. (laughs) Oh, there's a sequel to that? Yeah, there's three books. So they they made the, the second book into a movie, and they're starting to show better previews preview that I just saw this weekend is like oh my god <laughs> hmm. I still need to finish Someone... uh, Hunger Games so far behind you know, I've, I've watched all the movies but I have not gotten the books Oh, the Kindle versions are relatively inexpensive. You know, I've seen the movies, and the the movies are movies are disturbing enough for me. So I think I will. I'll stick with the movies. Yeah, there's uh, the movies do take some slightly dark turns. Um, there's a few things in the book that are a little worse. So, all right, they got to the movies then. So, yeah. So, any good new, any good previous year news for you guys before we unfortunately? discuss the the bad parts of 2016 to let them go off into the air? Well, I did start my new job, which, you know, even though it gave me a complete schedule change with working mostly at night, um, I actually like this job. I know that sounds weird when I talk about how much work I have to do for it, but I still I think I, I I like this job at Cracker Barrel. It's fun being a cook, even though it's sometimes stressful and causes me to fuss at the servers when they ask me the same question five times. <laughs> I'll bring you the biscuits when they're ready. You keep running back here and asking me when the biscuits are ready. It's not going to make them bake any faster. <laughs> yes, well, that's mostly because of the customers. Um, move into the new place this year or last year? I think you moved into the new place last year. 
Yeah, I think it was 2015. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was Nishi that moved in 2016. So anything, any other good news? Hmm. Well, things have just been relatively calm around here. Added to the Growing Pony collection. Um, actually did manage to sell some of my customs at some smaller shows and yard sales. That's good. So, not a bad year for me. Oh, that is what I also forgot. Getting that one grail pony. Oh, yes. You got, um, oh, darn, who was it? Was it Goldilocks? Or, no, not Goldilocks, Rapunzel. Yes. And I got two versions of her, the original and the blue one. Oh, yeah, pretty one. So, any good any any good news that you want to put in into the pot here, Nishi? Nope. Well, but unfortunately, I guess then we move on to unfortunately everything that we've lost actually over the last year. And actually, one of the the very last things we actually lost actually just happened over this last weekend. Uh, Have you guys, you guys have seen the show MASH, right? Father Mulcahy, unfortunately, Father Mulcahy did not make it to 2017. I know. One of our housemates, he told me. It was like um, but on New Year's Eve, wasn't it? Yep. But also at least doctor, he made it. Hmm? Also, the doctor who cured smallpox died this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Where am I? But I do have to say, at least. Uh, Father Mulcahy was able to make it through until when they did um, for Veterans Day, they actually showed the MASH movie, which is something they very rarely put on TV. And they they actually had commentaries from the actual actors themselves. So it was kind of like a reunion. He lived to be older than Alan Richmond and David Bowie, so. Yeah. And 2016, unfortunately, has seen 
I think a lot more people passed than previous years. Well, apparently it's not the worst year, but yeah, it was a pretty bad year. Yeah. I mean, we've lost some really great actors, musicians. A lot of people in the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely there was was a lot of uh, falling of redwoods as the seeing might go. Yeah. But did I tell you how they um, honored uh, Leonard Nimoy in the uh, latest um, Star 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 Trek movie? No. Um, Because of course Leonard Nimoy had had passed away before. They started shooting the last movie. They actually, of course, had to have the older version of Spock die in in the movie series. Right. So at the end of the movie, they had a scene where the younger parallel version of Spock, which my uncle and I, we've, we've come to a compromise that they are the same person, but they're different people. Well, yeah, that's, that's, well, yeah, but that's the whole premise of the, the reboot. Yeah. That's how parallel versions work. So we both came to a very good compromise there. But he, they they showed him opening up Ambassador Spock, they, Ambassador Spock's personal effects. And this had to have been something that they had to have done randomly before they started shooting the movie. But he opened up opened up something and it had a picture of the original cast. They had Ahura, they had Bones, they had Chekhov, they had Sulu, they had Spock, they had Scotty, they had Kirk. And you could tell this was a recent photograph. of the cast members. In the last um, uniform design they had for for them, and they were all sitting on, they were all kind of, everybody was kind of like surrounding um, Kirk sitting in the captain's chair. kind of like they were just taking like a random group photograph. Right. But I think that was like a really great um, 
way to go ahead and honor him? That is really cool. Because that way you've got the entire original crew together. Yeah. So basically, young Spock is actually looking at what everybody's going to look like in the future. Hmm. wonder if that would cause some sort of weird timeline thing. Oh, oh well, I th- he's reset, it's Spock, the original re, uh, Spock reset the universe anyway, so I guess it doesn't really matter. At this point, yeah. <laughs> At this point, Spock is already, you know, made a big disruption in the universe. <laughs> well, you know, they had to do that to reset the universe, so Trek are really, really venomous as far as a fan base goes. If you do not get everything exactly right for the canon timeline, so the only way to have it reset without causing a whole bunch of, like, angry was to have, you know, somebody go back in time and mess up the timeline. And he was the only person because you have to figure Vulcans are are a race of people that live the longest. Yeah, well, they technologically been more advanced than the humans for a very long time. Yeah. Do you realize we're doing an episode because we're instead talking about Star Trek? We'll see. We're 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 basically doing, you know, a year in review. So this is kind of a pony year in review and a random year in review. Um well, the other listeners go we're huge nerds. <laughs> exactly. Um the next thing was Uh, season six. Because that was one of the episodes they showed during um, the marathon before they went into the movies was the very last episode of season six. Um, the last episode of There and Back Again? Yeah. They showed actually the entire episode. But, you know, that one was one, one, one of those great ones because, I mean, you had an entire race of people who were used to following their queen Basically, when Thorax, you know, did what Starlight Glimmer told him to do, which was share his love, and changed, 
they all decided to just follow him instead. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the changelings now because before that, you know, before Thorax discovered that they, they didn't have to keep stealing love from other ponies, you know, that they could actually, it, the hive could sustain itself through them just friendship. sharing thoughts and friendship with each other. And basically, they were basically like the go-to bad guy. Basically, they evolved. Yeah, it was sort of like an evolution metamorphosis thing. Yeah, they did a Pokemon thing. (laughs) (laughs) They went from Charmander to Charmeleon. (laughs) <laughs> no, they went from Charmeleon to Because Charmeleon was a jerk the whole time The whole time There was never someone when Charmeleon was not a jerk But eventually Charmander, you know, becomes a reliable Pokemon Or sorry, Charmeleon okay. Charizard becomes a reliable Pokemon They went from yeah. being Charmeleon to Charizard Okay, thank you the skip I forget which one. Okay, but um, but you still have Queen Chrysalis, who has basically said she is going to get revenge upon everybody. And after watching that episode, if you go back and watch um, the Equestria Girls. Uh, friendship games the dean is Queen Chrysalis oh the one in friendship games I might might have to go back and see that I did not catch that if if you really look at her and how she is and how Queen Chrysalis is, and how she was at the end of season six, you can see the parallel. You can totally say that is Queen Chrysalis right there. Because it wasn't until watching the movie and the episode on the same day that you see it. Huh. Because in the movie, she even said, I'm going to get you guys back for this. For basically turning her own students against her. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Ooh, ooh, excuse me. But I'm I'm waiting for I'm 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 hoping and waiting for the next Equestria Girls movie because I can just see see what's gonna happen. 
I'm envisioning they will finally have the Lord of Chaos in human form. I can just see Discord now. <laughs> I want Discord to look like you. Hmm? If Discord is going to be human form, I want him to look like you. Like they did in the very first episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, Encounter at Farpoint. I want him to look like you. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. And hopefully they give him that that creative ability to make his human form. And another thing I want to see is the main six from Ponyville. You think you want more than this? Going to Canterbury High. I got two because because since we've already seen Twilight Sparkle from both worlds at the same time, and the world did not explode. I don't think that's what's going to happen if they they do it there. If they have all main six come over. As long as they keep the two Pinkie Pies away from each other, it might be okay. I am seriously concerned about what will happen if there is more than one Pinkie Pie in one place at a time. Because you do remember that episode with the mirror pool and how there were like a hundred pinky pies everywhere, and that didn't go well. <laughs> and those pinky pies couldn't make things blow up just by touching them. Yeah, this is true. I mean, oh, hopefully, hard cannons and exploding cupcakes everywhere. Yeah. And we need more Flash Sentry. Can you imagine if you had two rainbow dashes in the same place? They're both super competitive, and they both consider themselves the best. What kind of thing happens that going to cause? Get them both in the same place and kind of figure out which one is better than the other. They just be competitive. (laughs) Well, I guess you do have a point because, you know, Rarity and Fluttershy, you'd have no problems there. Oh, yeah, the two Rarities would just compare, you know, they would compare clothes and talk about stitching and, you know, some different designer artsy stuff and the two Fluttershies would probably be too afraid to talk to each other and no, an Applejack would be perfectly fine too they just talk about apples 
but yeah, I guess Pinkie Pie and Rainbow two two Pinkie Pies and two Rainbow Dashes. I guess that would be a scary thought. Well, because I mean, of of the ponies, um, Rainbow Dash and Pinkie Pie have the most extreme personalities and some of the biggest character flaws. Yeah, I mean, Pinkie Pie yeah. is incredibly ruthless, and oh, yes. Rainbow Dash is insanely competitive. Yep. I mean, Rarity is a drama queen, and Applejack is a gossip. And Fluttershy is just a doormat. Um, Every once in a while she stands up for herself, but basically she's a doormat. Um, Yes. And Twilight Sparkle is a little bit of a control freak. Yeah. Those three girls are getting a little more subdued, but she does still need to learn to let go. Yeah, I mean, she is learning. She's gotten better. Like, she's not having nervous breakdowns anymore. But, you know, she did go three days without sleep after becoming a princess. Yep, this is true. That can stress anybody out. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, royalty is supposed to have servants and assistants because they can't be everywhere at once. So there needs to be someone else planning the itinerary someone else planning the food, someone, you know, doing all that stuff that she was trying to do all by herself so that the royalty can go and do their meets and greets and still get sleep. She was trying to do everything. Yeah, but she is also a control freak. But, I mean, you'd think that she would have learned from both the gala, uh, that first episode after she became princess, when her job was just to stand there and wave at the dignitaries. Mm-hmm. That's her job. Yeah. Stand there and greet people and smile so that they feel like they're getting attention from royalty. And stay on the schedule that your assistants make for you. This is your job. Right. I mean, you have somebody making the schedule for you. You might as well just stay on it. And you'd think that'd be easy for Twilight since she loves following checklists. But I guess some of the ones that she makes herself. Well, I think her problem is the fact that she doesn't understand that, like, everybody has a part to play, like, You know, when Princess Cadence was getting ready for the ambassador for the 
Equestria Games, like, she wasn't doing her own hair. She had, like, five people doing her hair for her. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, she she wasn't, you know, and while she was there getting her hair done, like, people were coming in and getting her okay on things, but, like, she wasn't in also in the kitchen trying to bake, you know, like, a whole bunch of food. You know, she was delegating. Yeah. Spotlight Sparkle just needs to get that, like, you know, delegating is a good thing. I mean, not to the point where you're being lazy, but just, you know, having a trusted team. And she has a built-in trusted team. Like, she could have Rarity be her royal dress designer and make it, you know, have her Rarity be doing her hair and makeup and planning her outfits every day. Rarity would be thrilled. You know, Rarity would be thrilled. Oh yeah. You know, and he's supposed to be a party. She could hire Pinkie Pie. You know, and of course Applejack is there to do the food and any building and maintenance that needs to be done. Um. Uh, Rainbow Dash, because she's so fast, is an excellent courier. For, like, getting messages and also checking up on preparations because she can be everywhere really quickly. hmm You know, but it, it's, you know, Twilight Sparkle just really needs to delegate and stop being so egocentric and recognize everybody else's talents as well as her own. Like, she knows her friends have talents, but she never sees how, like, if she worked together with her friends, she did it once. She did it with the episode with Trixie, when Trixie got the the winged unicorn amulet. Yeah. Well, then there was also the wedding, the... Well, yeah, but she wasn't really working with her friends. She was working against her friends because she she rightly believed that the cadence that was getting married to her brother was an imposter. And she was right. Well, I mean, she wasn't really working together with people then. No, that is but actually, when the, the episode in which they announced that they were going to have a baby... That's when she finally realized that she could delegate everything out, and she did. But like that was yeah, but that was late in the game and like one time. I don't think they've had any other episodes where she's had to delegate anything. But that's my point. Like as royalty, every every day for her should involve a team of people and having them being delegated tasks because in real life, that's what royalty has to do. Being royalty is a sucky job because even when you're going to social events, you're not going to social events to have fun. You're going to social events because you have an obligation to like smile and shake hands and nod and curtsy and, you know, do all that stuff with other important people who expect it, you know, so, I don't know. 
since since My Little Pony is no longer a show about teaching kids the value of friendship, it's now a show about teaching grown-ups lessons in dealing with kids. I think they should start making Princess Twilight Sparkle's life more realistic to what a royal's life is really like. I I agree. I definitely hope that um, 2017 will bring a better season and more flesh century. <laughs> Speaking all for the poor guy, thus far he's only been in the background. They need to bring him in more often. I mean, at least, I mean, if the Equestria Girls version cannot have Twilight Sparkle, at least let the Pony version have him, have her. I think they've only met, like, one time where they actually spoke, and that was at the end of the first movie. And then the second time he was on screen was when it was the Three of the Crowd episode, when Cadence came to Ponyville, and he was just a guard that, like, opened a door for Cadence. And that yeah. was, like, pretty much it. And she basically ignored him. Yeah. I mean, that could have been like a perfect moment where she could have went, oh my God, it's first century. Oh my God, he's here. He's here. Oh my God. (laughs) Or at least walked up and talked to him like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you since that time I came out of the mirror from that crazy world. And, you know, some awful thing where he explains everything. And bumped right into you. Again. (laughs) Because if you remember correctly, in the beginning of the movie, she bumped into him. Oh, that is true. And at the the end of the movie, he bumped into her, and she bumped into him again. He said the same thing his human version said, which was, we need to quit bumping into each other like this. (laughs) Which is weird, because it would be the first time she bumped into that version of it. No, it was the second time, because she bumped into him when she was walking in, because she wasn't paying attention. And she ran right into him. I don't remember that. I guess I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah. But it wasn't until the end that she asked, who was he? And, you know, you need to have the episode where, you know, Shining Armor is like, um, what are you doing talking to my sister? (laughs) Well, 
you say that a lot, but I'm kind of glad he doesn't because it kind of promotes this idea that, like, it's a guy's duty to, like, be possessive and protective of the females around him. And we really got to break that attitude right there. Well, no, it would be the Big Brother Act. It's, it doesn't matter the relationship. It shouldn't, I mean, the whole Big Brother Act, Protective Father Act, sounds well and good, but it's really just another form of misogyny. So I'm glad that they haven't done that. I guess I still want that. Well, I think that they haven't brought up a lot of, you know, stuff with flash, bleh, flash century or, you know, anything like that is because they're, they're probably not really focused on, you know, anything that would be, oh, that's not where I can put that. Sorry. Like a relationship like a romantic relationship or anything with the main characters. Which but I think that is something they obviously stop making the show for kids. Yeah. But, uh, there's no reason to not do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, if they eventually have to do it because, I mean... She is a princess, and she's eventually going to have to get married. Well, just like Princess Cadence did. Clearly, Celestia hasn't. And I'm still a little concerned about where uh, that pony prince guy that Rarity had a crush on in the gala episode, like, how he was related to Celestia because he was supposedly Celestia's nephew, but to the best of my knowledge, Celestia only has one sibling. So exactly how old was that unicorn? Yeah, I'm wondering if only her nephew in the sense that, like, maybe she's something like his godmother. And, yeah, like, she's Yeah, because Luna is not married, and she only has one sister. Yeah. Well, if if Celestia and Luna have a brother, we haven't heard about him yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they had another sibling, and he was like Prince of the Stars or something like that, that would be a great. That would be a great. That would be a great seventh season right there. You know, because he doesn't have wings, so he's not an alicorn. He's not an right. alicorn, and he can't actually be related to Luna and Celestia by blood because they were born alicorns. Which, of course, I guess they've already ruined that in the TV series, though, by saying that it. Oh my gosh, an alicorn being born? That's never happened before. Bull! According to the Journal of the Two Sisters, Celestia and Luna were both born alicorns, as were their parents. They were from a whole tribe of alicorns. 
unless they're saying instead of unless they're saying is no alicorn has been born to non alicorn non alicorn parents. Okay, well that's probably true. Although we did see some freaky stuff with the cake family. Yeah, they got they they explained that by saying that like there's unicorn he had like, he had, had unicorns in her what was it? Mrs. Cake had a unicorn in her family back somewhere, and Mr. Cake had a Pegasus somewhere in his family. And maybe if like they consider that a recessive trait. And it just got passed down through, you know, somebody's genetics. And they wouldn't come up unless, you know, they came in contact with another recessive trait. I, I don't know. The way they that explained it was it. a little weird. Well, that's weird, though. Because they're supposed to be, like, entirely different tribes of ponies with different, I mean, so to have, Wings and horn subjects being recessive. It's just you would. It's just weird. Although it would explain why it might way more Pegasi and unicorns. But then well, why are why are all been these first ponies then? Well, maybe not. Well, see what might have happened is maybe a unicorn married into his family. Pegasus married into her family and you got to think about it it's just like you know blue eyes and brown eyes okay but it's not because it's it doesn't affect intelligence or strength or endurance or health it's just it's a superficial trait like well so so is blue eyes but but here here's where I'm getting so is blue blue eyes and brown eyes. Brown eyes are more common, okay? Because I know how that's, genetics work. But, but what I'm trying to say is, you you got basically a fan. You got two people who have a recessant gene that would be like the blue eyed thing. But it's not together. what I'm saying not. What I'm saying is it's not because blue eyes doesn't affect anything substantial about a person. It's just an eye color. So it's, I mean, you're you're comparing something superficial to something that intrinsically, like, that's like saying that having extra arms is comparable to having blue eyes. Because a Pegasus has, technically speaking, a Pegasus has six arms, two of which become wings, four of which become the legs. So you're comparing, you know, you're basically saying that somewhere along the line, someone in the past had extra arms and that that's recessive enough that they all had a normal amount of arms up until pound cake was born. And... Unicorn horn and magic, though, that's like someone randomly being born with a tooth growing out of their forehead, and that tooth is magic. 
that makes unicorns sound really weird when you explain it that way, but it is that is essentially what it is. It is. Uh, it, it's a magic tooth in your forehead. I mean, it is kind of weird that the show itself seems to waver back and forth between Pegasi, unicorns, earth ponies, and alicorns all being the same thing, but then at the same time not. Because you you don't have earth ponies being able to make things levitate like unicorns can do. And they certainly can't fly the way Pegasus ponies can. And even unicorns can't walk on clouds the way Pegasus ponies can. Minus a magic spell or two. So, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. Their whole breeding thing, I think they thought it was funny and it would be a funny adult joke, but it totally messes with, like, it it makes you wonder about how genetics are playing out in this whole thing. And again, there's the, where did this mysterious quote-unquote prince come from when princesses have wings? So is he really a prince when he doesn't have wings? We, and we haven't seen a male alicorn. Are there male, male alicorns? It, in theory, there should be. Right. I, I agree. It was a fair tribe. <laughs> See, and I let this stuff go when it was supposed to be a kid show. But like I said, it's clearly based on the episodes that showed up this season have gone from having lessons for kids to having lessons for adults. I mean, the whole go-kart episode was clearly a message about not taking over your kids' school projects. This was not a lesson about friendship, and it wasn't a a lesson for kids. It was a lesson for adults. Yeah. Because that is pretty much what happened with the three sisters. Three sister groups, I should say. So now that it's a show for adults, I can complain about all these things that have driven me crazy as an adult. I demand it be fixed. I want explanations. And maybe we'll get them in next, the next season. We won't. Well, but I'm wondering what they're going to do with the next season. I thought we were going to get. I thought we were going to get more development for Starlight like Glimmer this season, although she did get some fairly good episodes. I I really did like the last two. Oh, yeah. So, I'm wondering what they're going to do with this next season, then. I would like to see some of the other races that they brought up um, in the show before, like um... They have shown more of the Griffins. I would like to see more of the Minotaurs. 
we've only seen one Minotaur, and he was kind of angry. But now that I know um, there are Minotaurs, I want to see more of them. <laughs> And I'm wondering what other races they have in Equestria that are similar to the ponies, like they did show the yak. I wonder if they have hippogriffs or hippogriffs, because they have griffins and they have ponies. Yeah. You know what I want to see? I want to see a whole episode about the cows. The cows were neat. Because you remember when they stampede... Yeah, well, when you first see them, you think that they're just dumb cows, but they can talk just like the ponies do. So, I want to see a show from the perspective of the cows. Like, what do the cows do all day? What purpose do they serve in Ponyville? Well, like, why why are they still being herded like they're dumb herd animals when they're sentient? Like, are they, like... How did that come about? What is their thoughts on that? Like, has anybody, like, just sat down and asked them, like, hey, can you guys, like, go over here? You know, can we stay on a schedule without having the dog chase you? <sighs> is it fun for them? I want to know. Well, then, of course, seeing more of actually a question would be nice, too. Yeah, why haven't they visited um, Trottingham, where Pip is from? Or Arabia, where those great Arabian ponies that we only briefly saw one episode? Like, Ooh, that's neat. Because, remember, they were dressed like the merry-go-round ponies, the Arabians? Yeah, because they had like the fancy saddle blankets and stuff. Yeah, like why don't we ha- why don't we have some stuff happen with the Arabians and get you know merry-go-round ponies back? Let's make it happen, Hasbro. Come on, that would be really neat. Well, it's a new year and they've got a new season they can start with, so. I mean, you never know. See, the problem is, is I don't think the people who write the show were ever fans of My Little Pony before. Like, I think it's just a job to them. I don't think they're creative enough or have enough experience with the history of My Little Pony, either the toys or the show, to realize the possibilities that they could have. I think they're all a bunch of dumb men in suits. And make a buck off of people who like rainbow colored ponies. Well, I don't know about all that. I think it's more they have to do the show a certain way so that they can market things because they are a toy company that, you know, they're more concerned with profits or sales. But they're a toy company that has missed every opportunity to make money off of all the people who want to see boy 
pony toys, brushable boy ponies, um, glittery sparkle ponies, you know, they had so many opportunities already to do this and make money off of it, and they haven't. I don't think they're very good at their job. I think they're stuck in this prehistoric, all ponies have to be girls and girly and pink and purple or on the TV show, like, as a girl, like, I don't think they realize all the opportunities they've missed to make money off of their toy line and keep their toy line interesting. Well, maybe something will change this year. Well, who knows? Maybe after seven years, let's get a clue. Maybe. Oh, excuse me. So we never know. This is true. Every new year is, is new opportunity. I don't know. I feel like I should be working on Hasbro's toy production team as the head of it because I actually know people who are collectors. I can talk to people in the pony community and find out what they want to buy as toys, who their favorite ponies are. Just the bronies, like all of them. Plus, I know like all four and a half generations of ponies. But, I mean, how great would it be if all of a sudden there was, like, a race of ponies introduced, and they were all Earth ponies, but they were all, like, tall and skinny, like Celestia and Luna, like, taller than the regular ponies? Mm-hmm. And all were basically the G2 ponies come back. Well, that's what the the reboot is, seems like they're leaning towards. I was looking at pictures of what the G4 reboot ponies um, look like, and they have a few similarities to the G2 line. think, anyway. Because they seem to have longer, skinnier legs. They're not significantly taller, but... Well, see, I, I think they have more in common with the 3.5 in that their head and body proportions are not proportionate the way they should be. Like the G3.5s were really disproportionate. They have those giant heads and stubby legs and almost non-existent bodies. Yeah. And these kind of feel the same way, like, do you realize how hard, I mean, well, okay, 
summer. I know you know how hard it is to make a merry-go-round pony out of, like, a My Little Pony, because you made merry-go-round ponies out of My Little Ponies, but it's really hard to make a merry-go-round pony, like, like the kind you see on a carousel. Yeah. Because they have no body. I, I'm, I've made one, and it didn't have, like, the, the pole or anything, but I've made one carousel-style pony in all my, my seven years of customizing, and it was really hard. There's just not enough body to work with. They're not long enough in the body. Yeah, the the G3.5s are just, yeah, now that you mention it, there's just not a lot of body on that pony. No. And and the, the baby G3s also have, like, no body. They're all legs and a head with enough body so you can put a tail in. Hmm. I mean, they're still cuter than the 3.5, the baby G3s, but, I mean, yeah, I would like to see ponies that are either reminiscent of the merry-go-round ponies, like a new wave of merry-go-round ponies, or I would like to see, like, a race of ponies that look like the g Two ponies, where they're tall and skinny, and have horse-looking heads. Yeah, because the the Saddle Arabia pony did look very, very horsey. I know yes. that's not Actually, a real them, but very horsey. The Saddle Arabia ponies would be actually a really good way to fuse, like, the G2s and the G1 merry-go-round ponies because they kind of had head shapes, like the G2s from what I remember. But, you know, they had the, the blankets and, and the headgear like the, the merry-go-round ponies. So, I mean, I would love to see Hasbro embrace that. I mean... There's so many ways they could go. They don't just have to keep making the main characters from the show. Really, how many how many Fluttershies does one person really need? And I would like to see more Rainbow Ponies than just Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash should not be the only Rainbow Pony in existence because, I mean, that would make her a freak. Everybody else yeah. has maybe two Fair, except for the princess, except for Princess Celestia and Princess Cadence, who have four. Rainbow has seven. So, like, I mean, if she's the only one like that, that would really make her seem freakish to the other ponies. Well, uh, they did show in a flashback with Rainbow Dash when she was little. Like, I think it was supposed to be her dad or an older sibling or somebody that was a male Pegasus that she had rainbow hair so she's she's not the only one I don't remember an episode with her parents 
Where, where, when was, what episode was that? Well, this was like an episode where they were talking about the, like the, um, the games and there was a little flashback when Rainbow Dash was talking about when the games came to Cloudsdale. Oh gosh, it was like season four, I think. Because she was talking to the Cutie Mark Crusaders about that time. And it was like a little baby Rainbow Dash and then a bigger male pony that they didn't specify, like, if it was an older brother or a dad. But I would assume it was her dad just because they looked so similar. But I do I'll think there, there needs to be more rainbow-maned ponies. Yeah. Just in general. Like, I wonder if that's a trait that only Pegasi have or if it's, like, unicorns and earth ponies can get rainbow-maned, too, now. Because maybe only Pegasi can have rainbow manes because they're connection to, like, weather and clouds. That because makes we've sense. Only seen, we've only ever seen Pegasi with rainbow manes. Now, granted, it's just rainbow dash for dad, but could have rainbow manes too, because they embody the traits of the three other races. Right. I don't know. Questions that need to be answered in the next season. It's a shame nobody from Hasbro listens to our show. We give them a lot of good, a lot of good feedback, a lot of good information that they could use. There was one person a long time ago who did. Hmm. Um. Well, I guess they still don't listen. Um, I don't. They. They used to, it, this was years ago. Oh, okay. Huh. Oh, well, oh, jeez. I am trying to juggle too many things at once. Well, do you guys want to go ahead and um, call it a night then? Uh, I think so. I have to get up at 5 tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should get off the phone then. and Let Summerblade get some sleep so that she doesn't bake weird cupcakes tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're um doing an inspection at the restaurant, and I have to make sure everything's clean. Oh yeah. Uh, then, then in that case, let's let you go. Well, okay. Hopefully, hopefully, 2017 is a better year than 2016 was. 
in a lot of different things in the show, in real life, and on My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Yes. Well, so here's the fear and new opportunities then. I agree. Pony night, Pony night nights. Night night, everybody. This is Kim and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye bye. Is that it? Are we alone? Oh. Well, it's a new year and a hope for new opportunities. So from all of us at My Little Pony Talk, we hope that you're that 2017 is a good year for everyone who listens to the show. So, till next time, happy pony hunting. Good night.